Hello, everybody, and wait, and welcome to another episode of A Journey Through Time and Stuff. My name is Aaron, and this time you can call me old Spooky Singleton, old Walking with the Devil Aaron. Um, some may even call me Pumpkin Sniffer. Yes, that is me sitting here on the eve, on Hallow's Eve, um, with the with with all of the ghouls. Um, the, the, they aren't here right now. I'm I'm lying. I'm not going to be that pedantic for all of you. Um, Halloween, Halloween is around the corner. It's peeking its head, but it does not reside here right now. I'll tell you what does reside here right now. Uh, a wonderful human being. Some may call him the slapper of skins. Some may call him the the keeper of time. Um, he goes by many a name, and I will let you. I will let him tell you what skin he does, in fact, slap. Welcome to the show, Winyard Bletch, everybody. Oh, thank, th- thank you, Mr. Single, Mr. Spookington. 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 How does that go? Spookington. Yeah, yeah. I would take that. I'll take that. Welcome back to the show, man. Oh, thank you, man. It's been a while. It, like, it, yeah, probably a couple of years by now. <sighs> It, well, it, we did. We we did. A, we did a few things. We, we've done a few uh, in, things. In the meantime. But as as Winyard mm. himself on the show. Oh, uh, oh yeah, it's been a while. It has <laughs> been. I because I I looked I looked back and um, yeah, it was like 2018. I think well, the last yeah. time you were actually on as you right. was in 2018. I remember one. I remember one time having to cancel, and uh, one of my one of my friends came in and actually did the show for me yes uh bill i'm yes. pretty sure you remember bill jumpert. right oh bill jumpert um yeah bill jumpert he was yeah I, you know we're not really friends anymore no he uh he got a just l- in a <laughs> yeah that guy got a little weird um if if people want to know uh there was an episode right um we were gonna have you back on you couldn't do it and our yeah. neighborhood watch president bill jumpert who you knew through uh, working at what wherever your old job was before you guys moved. Yeah, he is. He lived in my neighborhood, right? Uh, prior to moving to your neighborhood, so gotcha. Yeah, that it's was a that was like, a, yeah. a a wild dude. Uh, it's yeah. it's funny. I haven't I haven't I he hasn't been around most of the pandemic. We saw him still a little bit at the beginning yeah. of it, uh, but yeah, he's gone, man. Haven't yeah, seen it might have he might have been a COVID casualty. I'm not really sure at this point. So oh, let's well, hope not. But right. you know, I hope the best for him, of yeah, course. No but, one would wish that on anybody. Know, I woke up, you know, one day and he was eating all my cereal. So I, I pretty much severed ties with him altogether. You don't touch a man's raisin brand. No, not at know? all. No, not at all. I mean, if someone no. was gonna maybe go for Wheaties, um Oh yeah, yeah. Like you know. It's a much better value cereal. So right, right. Raisin Bran, fuck that yeah. guy. Um. Anyway, so uh, how have you been, man? You uh, you no longer are in the great state of Oregon. You now reside yeah. in the high mountains of Rocky. Um, <laughs> the, the, at the edge of the desert and the mountains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How, high how, mountains of Rocky. Yeah. How how are how's life for you, man? Oh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I got a two year old. Um, that's pretty neat. Uh. What? Uh, but yeah, just jumping back into the music scene and and uh, what, making it happen. Though. We're gonna, yeah, I've seen that. That's actually why I asked you on because you are making quite some noise. Um, how is being yeah, a dad yeah. of a two year old? How do you? Uh, uh it's yeah. 
it's challenging. But <laughs> <laughs> Unless you got a lot of free time on your hands, I don't recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I love it, you know, death, but it's not for right. me. It's kind of like it's it's like coming back to life after a couple of years because you kind of have to just become yourself and, and right. Not stop having fun. On <laughs> well, fun fun is there. It just becomes different. Well, a I, different thing. The 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 know? type of fun you're having now is is um closely monitored by a sponge for everything, yes, and, right? And by the state. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're like, oh, you can, you can, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess, you know, you're right there. I didn't even think about the hierarching uh, government yeah, yeah. as, as oh, also no, a watch figure. I, sorry, I, I let you go five minutes without doing that. <laughs> <laughs> my, ba- my bad. <laughs> let me restore your faith in government. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> well, you know, one, one would just maybe talk about their own moral watchdogs, not the actual sure. watchdogs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't worry. I don't have uh, CPS agents at my door in any way. <laughs> yeah. No shit. But, <laughs> um, but uh, no, kid good. Um, talking yet? Yeah. All that stuff? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's uh, a little genius, man. It's, it's, it's a pleasure. Really? It's yeah. a real pleasure. How, yeah, uh, I don't mind doing it. Oh, good, good, man. Good. I'm, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's always fun to hear, you know, uh, I, I always like asking as a, as a, as a kidless person myself, um, mm-hmm. I always like asking my friends, uh, you know, who I met before kids, like what their lives are like with them now. Um, sure, sure. and, and I always get surprised, um, at some of the responses of the things that like are actually enjoyable, enjoyable because yes. everybody, everybody will always give the same kind of, um, you know, generic answers of, oh, you never get any sleep or, oh, you don't, I don't even yeah. mind shit anymore. Like, every, of course, all those right. things are there. But what's, what's one thing that surprised you that you maybe didn't see that you would like as being a, a dad, a father figure, all that stuff that you find like, huh, that didn't see that coming that you really enjoy now. Oh yeah. Just, just teaching, teaching her stuff and watching her learn just really brain development. It's worth it. Yeah. You, you didn't, totally. you didn't, you didn't foresee it maybe being as impactful as it is. Uh, yeah, not really. No, <laughs> <laughs> I just thought the other stuff would outweigh it more. Oh, I guess what you're saying, like the sleep depth, you know, I didn't see it coming as bad as it really is. But at the end of the day, it's like, well, okay, so I didn't sleep for a year and a half. Right. Big deal. You know? right. So, so <laughs> Big you deal. really, so you really can kind of uh, compare it to being a musician in some sense. A where... little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like when you take a step back, it was like, okay, it was worth that like yeah. personal sacrifice or whatever. I, I, I try not to dwell on the bad stuff. Well, of too course. Much, uh, well, one, know? yeah, <laughs> like, only. Only shitty parents dwell on the bad stuff and then let yeah. the kids know about it. <laughs> I'm gonna just just uh, pill this out to you over the next 15 to 17 years. When you're when you're and, six, and little criticisms, yeah. <laughs> when you're 16 and going to your first homecoming, I'm not gonna let you forget how much I hated your diapers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember what you said to me when you're three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. I, you hurt my feelings, you little fucker. Yeah. It happens, you know. Yeah. Oh, that's that's for sure. That's intense, yeah. man. Um, it, 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 but it's but I'm kind of getting back on the bicycle of uh, 
you know, adult uh, interactions and all that stuff. Like, you know, I, I yeah. got lucky and then I kind of got to take time off to focus well, on my personal growth as, as musician and sure all that stuff without sure. like, I'm well, and being you, too busy. you know, in saying you have a two year old now, I mean, that means that, you know, she was born what six months before Pandy started or something like that. So exactly, yeah. So when when you guys were like, oh, we need to, or when the watchdogs were like, hey, stay home, your guys were like, Mm -hmm. well, that works for us (laughs) because we have a baby that needs us to stay home. So I'm sure it kind of worked out, huh? Right. We we lucked out. I got to like totally stay home. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like I got to. Yeah, yeah. I got to. I got to do the the house role, and she worked. So we did move across the country during the pandemic too. Right. So we heard we we heard a bunch of crazy shit. Like <laughs> we were told that coming into Colorado there would be guards at the border to like you know keep you out of the state. That's what people were telling us. Holy and there shit. was nothing of the sort. You of know? course. <laughs> like, the whole way nobody really cared. Like one died stayed one, in hotels, you know. <laughs> no armed guards, one guy with a yeah. one guy with like a, a little knapsack over his shoulder and a little sign that says welcome to Colorado and <laughs> that's Yeah. Yeah, none of that shit happened. <laughs> but uh, people seem to be seem to believe it was gonna be that way. So we, we left probably I don't know, five days before the real lockdown started in Oregon. Oh wow. And it and it's never been as bad here, the lockdown wise, as it was back in Oregon. Yeah. Cause I, of course, keep up on all the news. Sure. Back there. Cause uh, you guys got lockdowns super hard, super quick. Yeah. Yeah. And, we, we did, man. It, yeah. Yeah. But you know, but you guys have come out really well at the end of the day. Well, too. Yes. Our, in terms our of state, state, statewide numbers, yeah. all that stuff. Um, they're really good. It it, it it is really good. The thing that I mm-hmm. I still find a hard – and, you know, I don't want to dwell on this because this seems to be kind of the – I mean, look, we even found ourselves there, and it wasn't intended to have a talk about this. Um, it, you know. Sure. It's, yeah. No. <laughs> it's, 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 like, it's like telling a <laughs> – it's like telling someone with a mole on their face that they, they still have a mole on their face, you know? Totally. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, well, but I, I I just still find it hard to uh, grasp with the fact that that people will still find it in themselves to want to complain about the things that gave us the like as 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 political wherever you sit as as anything like that when you just look at the brass tacks and how our state responded and the numbers coming out of our state of deaths and cases and all that stuff compared to sure. other states in the country and then we're compl- yeah. the, the people who live in this state are complaining that like we're too hard yet not not enough people died like i i just don't see where that yeah, yeah. logic train goes right right <laughs> yeah yeah I, yeah, somehow, yeah. <laughs> Get some more dead people. That'd be great. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Maybe I yeah, take Colorado's go for, it. go for it. Sorry, Colorado is Colorado has been kind of middle of the road, a little a, lo- a lot looser than Oregon, but right. uh, still tighter than other places. Yeah. So it's kind of like whipsawed back and forth. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, if we're wanting to talk about the tightness of buttholes, let's go to Florida. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you want to yeah, let open t- the floodgates? <laughs> gets pretty hot down there. I don't know. Oof. Yeah, I guess you get. I guess you tighten up, right? <laughs> yes, um, tighten up in the humidity. 
hey, I have to piss real fast, and I've been trying to hold it and block it out of my mind. I'm going to play like a 30-second commercial, and I'll be right back. I'm incredibly yeah, no sorry. Dude, it just... That was a good warm-up. Yeah. It, when it when it's coming at, out of me... Oh, man, yeah, it yeah. smells great yeah, in here. Yeah. What is this place? Kablarg Pizzeria. We slice it differently here. It's cool. It's cool. Damn right it's cool. She's not about to tell you why. This is She is Naughty and I represent this pizza. If you take another slice, I'm gonna turn into a diva. A pie so unique, it's cut in random sized slices. Fresh Kablarg toppings with secret herbs and spices. They pound out the dough, then they spin that shit. Slap it on the table, then spread the sauce thick. Put on the meat, veggies, then cheese. A bucket full of grease just to clog your arteries. I love pizza so much, it's like a disease of virus. As it infects, it gives pizza artists arthritis. When you're craving pizza, Kablarg is the only. Hoard it to yourself or share it with a homie. We slice it differently. It's cool. It's cool. Yes, it is cool. I made it back, man. I'm so glad my bathroom is right across the hallway. I can just sprint. Oh yeah, yeah. No, and I have a and I have the other lucky thing is I have an abnormally uh, spacious urethra, so I can really fire hose my piss out of myself. Oh, that's actually really handy. I have like I'm like probably mid sized urethra. Yeah. I, yeah, I like it's like pretty I, average flow, but I've seen dudes stand there for like 20, 10 minutes. Seems like you know. Do you remember? <laughs> like, are you all right? Oh, well, I, I'll tell you a really funny story. Uh, when back in the day, like back in the day, you know, I'm in middle school or middle school, high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's sure. the time when like when puberty is hit and you're getting boners uncontrollably in the middle of science sure. class and uh yeah they're talking about like vectors and stuff. yeah yeah no shit it's like whoever knew Ooh. that whoever knew er- madam curie's hot dude. Like- <laughs> whoever knew that early greek history could be so fucking sexy Dude, um, Joga. yeah, and you're like completely preoccupied. So I used to, I, I had this thought in my head, like I was, you know, as as boys do when we're young and and our dicks are hard. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. um, we we're constantly Discovering worried about tetheriness. Yeah. yeah, we're well, we're constantly worried about like the size of it. All of a sudden, something you never sure. thought about, you're like, oh, is my dick big? Is it big compared to others? Is it a small? Like you're you're constantly worried about this thing. And yeah, I used sure, to, sure. and then you start, you know, you're preoccupied that, and then I used to think that. You know, you'd go into the, the 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 bathroom with your friends, and you're all standing at the sure. urinals, and some of your friends would just pee for fucking ever. And I've been yeah, a f- yeah. I've been a fast peer my whole life, and I used to go, like, God, that guy must have a huge dick because of how like like oh pees. because of the time it he must he take takes to get so long to, to pee. Like I, I, well, would, I, I assume that plays a role once you get in the, like the twelve inch category. Well, maybe, like, but but it would be like one of those situations. Like I walk into the bathroom, a buddy of mine is already standing at the urinal. I can hear the sure. flow coming out i walk up to the urinal i go through my whole sure. pee get done walk away and pee is still coming out of him and i'm like sure that much that dude must be have the but no he probably just had a <laughs> really yeah. tiny urethra either a really tiny like it's the the urethra width to to uh bladder muscle ratio sure. i think is what you're looking for like because yeah. you know some some people just got a tiny little bladder muscle and can't work it yeah, it, it just it goes out as fast as it's gonna go out. Yeah, I used to your, uh, urethra. Right? I used to want other people to think I was cooler, so I would actually stand there at the bathrooms, like clenching my, like basically doing kegels, oh. trying to like make myself pee longer when I was young because I wanted well, obviously, to obviously because because the sound kind of gives you away too. You can't like, fake it. Brrr. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> right. And so then you would hear like stream, trickle, 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 stream, trickle, 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 like as I'm clamping and like trying to restrict foot. Yeah. Is Aaron all right? No. And the answer was, I wasn't. I was not all right. Oh, man. I spent so, yeah. I spent years preoccupied with the size of all my classmates' dicks uh, just because yeah, I had it, just because I had an uh, abnormally quick f- fucking pee stream, man. And yeah, that's it. Yeah, right. I guess I never I never pondered it enough to like want to compare it too much. I was just like, I guess I'll find out when somebody laughs at it. Well, well, you know, I, 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 I think I came from a kind of generically um, self-conscious person to begin with and uh, always oh, sure, really sure. seeked a, a acceptance of others. And so, gotcha. you know, when I was doing things like I was in wrestling and I would notice the oh, other geez. kids were good at wrestling and I wasn't as good right. as them, but that made them cool to other people. And so there was just like sure. – then you'd be like, oh, I want to be cool like this guy. So then you'd fall into the bathroom to see where the piss came, yes. like to see how he pissed. And then he pissed longer sure, than sure. you too. And you were just another right, level right. of like. And then he looks to the to his left and he's like, this guy's watching me pee and he can't wrestle. I mean, that's that's a double hit. And you. then I leave no, and he no, goes. I, I totally get where you're coming. And he goes, oh, that I, little I, dick guy is done already. <laughs> I, I made a joke to somebody the other day. I said, uh, I, was, I, I grew up in the 90s where it was still okay to point and laugh at fat kids. So I had. So I had to, so I had to get dressed for gym class in the dark, and yeah, <laughs> with the me and the other fat kids would go to the back of the the gym, the the locker room, and uh, you know change in shame. You know I mean? Dude, I, I I don't think it's that way as much anymore. You know, I don't I don't, I don't think it's like people are on the lookout for that kind of stuff a little bit more. Yeah, I, when I, I I distinctly remember remember uh, going from elementary school to middle school. And I had a K through six elementary school and my middle school mm. in Alaska was only seventh and eighth grade. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. and you know, my kindergarten or my, my elementary school was in a, um, in, in, a, in a very small town, like outside of the, sure. the, the close, but not quite as big town. Like, you know, the, my elementary oh, I school, gotcha, my, I, gotcha. I mean, we had like, you know, a couple hundred kids in my elementary school from a town. Was it of one, like of the, a, one of those things where you have to take a four-hour bus ride in the morning to like <laughs> pick everybody up from their uh, disparate mountain cottages? For for, like for some, for some, yeah, yeah, they had incredibly long bus rides. Um, <laughs> luckily for me, and truly, um, I the 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 house I grew up in when I was in school was like a hundred yards away from the elementary school but through the oh, woods yeah. and so oh, i would just cool. <laughs> i would just wake up put my stuff on and walk a trail in the dark through the woods sure. and like sure we i Make would sure you have extra sturdy pants on <laughs> yeah yeah and and i would come and, and it's funny because back it was back in the 90s oh there you go oh, there you <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, um nice you know bat the old school parking lot lights back in the day that were like this crazy uh-huh. yellow color like they were like yeah, this the amp- sodium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so we I had, them, kinda, I actually do yeah. too. And so, you know, yeah. instead of this like halogen white or LED now and all this mm. stuff, there was just this, this harsh sodium yellowy like light mm-hmm. color. Um, and I, I, I have so many distinct memories of popping out of the woods of just like following the flashlight and, and like, yeah. I would see like the yellow wash over my arm, like my face as I come out. And then there's just a shitty playground. And every morning I'd be like walking through the playground, following the footsteps sure. of myself the day before. And, gotcha. um, 
God. Oh, but going into so I very small elementary school, K through six, I knew all of the kids. Mm. Go to the middle school, or the well, the middle school was the town over, basically. And sure. it had I was now in a school with people I knew, but a bunch of people from other elementary schools that I had no fucking clue. And oh, gotcha. like gym classes and all that stuff. Um were like like I I would remember coming coming to my first gym class where we had a locker room to change into the gym right. class before yeah. you would just like walk you you would walk from your fifth grade c- classroom and go on a little trip to the gym and you would have gym hour and then your fifth right. grade class would go back to his classroom sure. this was you know this was yeah. periods this was structured oh. stuff yeah. for oh. the first time right right and coming into the <laughs> class coming into the the locker room and as a seventh grader going, Oh, this is terrifying. And like, I had sure. to find my way through all these kids and there's eighth graders totally. coming out. Cause their gym was the period before mine for right. eighth graders. And they're like, how big their dicks are. Right. You know, like, Jesus <laughs> well, well I, I remember walking in and being one of these like little feet, seventh graders and them going like, Hey, like, Kids like you go to the end. You don't get lockers here next to the thing. You guys' lockers are uh, down. And being segregated back to uh-huh. – segregated is maybe a strong word. Being sure. being uh, being kind of thumb-forced to a uh, – <laughs> to a, a less Get out of here. to a less advantageous, close to the trash in the showers area sure. of the locker room. Um, it's the hierarchy of, of of young male nudity or whatever. Like, well, and then remembering, yeah. well, so two things: one, going, oh shit. You understood immediately that once you're an eighth grader, you get to do that to seventh graders. And two, oh, yeah, yeah, true, true. And two, that didn't happen in the girls' locker room. They, yeah, I they, never know what happened. <laughs> they, they would, I, I, as far as I know, they weren't like. There's a fucking order of the way this locker room works. Like every guy's locker room sure. I've ever been in, forever. There's an order. Yeah, I'm not really. Yeah, I never got that sense either. Yeah. I, only, I, I have to say I only went to one school that ever had like a traditional like school style gym with a, a real locker room. Oh, really? Attached to it. So it was only like maybe it's two years. I think two years. Maybe I bounced around schools a lot. But, uh, uh, yeah. By the time I got to middle school. Yeah. I was like, OK, this is fucking weird. You know, <laughs> but but after high school, nothing, none of that. I went to a hippie school. So like oh, you know. that's that, that would have been nice. Some of the teachers didn't even shower at all. <laughs> <laughs> what gave that away? <laughs> right. Um, gave that one away. Yeah. So, oh, all right. <laughs> all right. That's twice. Last chance, buddy. Last chance. Uh, for all that you that don't know, um, we're, we're FaceTiming right now, um, and his phone will fall away. I told him, even though this is an audio podcast, uh, <laughs> the video is very crucial. I just can't to the let function. it go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, so you're you're now uh, in Denver, right? Denver proper is that where Denver you're Co? Yep, I'm right in the city. I, I pretty much grew up in the city here. Did you? So it's so so. a nice feeling back home. Uh, did are you Sometimes, enjoying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. It's great. It's it's nice seeing everybody and seeing family and shit. Uh, the town's just changed so much. It's almost like a new town. You know, like uh, it's a new town. Yeah, it's it's different. Every part of town is different. You know, like 
no, none of my friends really live inside the city anymore because they've basically been priced out or they sure or they aren't and they're like have to make a shit ton of money and work all the time it's yeah. just it's the, it's the thing you just hope it doesn't come to your area right and right then- now i'm in yeah, fucking kind of like a rougher area and stuff. But I grew up in this neighborhood, well, more yeah. or less, too. So I, I was gonna say you probably uh, the the people of the city, the gentrified ones, mm-hmm. would probably say, "Oh, it's the rougher area," and you're like, "Oh, Tuesday? Like this is just yeah. kind of how totally. this is like, how I lived." Yeah, yeah. Well, like I ran into a, a, a guy. Well, actually, he was working in the dispensary. He was checking IDs at the at the uh, you know dispensary. I, I, I <laughs> and, yeah, uh, yeah. And dude was wearing, he was wearing a, a bulletproof vest, right? So he's like, you know, it's the hood. It's sure? the hood for sure. But like, he's like, this older gentleman is like, why are you wearing that? And he's like, well, I'm allergic to bullets, which was funny. <laughs> but like, I was like, that's funny. But uh, the old guy, like, he was like, man, I grew up or like right around the corner, dude, like show love to the hood and the hood loves you back, you know, like. Just don't act like you're in a fucking war zone and nine times out of 10, you're not going to get shot. You know, like that kind of stuff almost makes it worse. I think, you know? Yeah. That's a, that's actually a really good point. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, uh, when you walk into the store, if you don't want them to think you're stealing, don't look at every camera as you walk into the store. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. Like, like shit happens, you know, a lot of people, you know, a lot of people get killed. Well, yeah. And it's well, like, it's, it's tempting to be scared of that, but like, well, but they will, they will be crossfire. And for the, you know, we have yeah. a shitload of shootings here too, man. It's fucking Portland. So, um, yeah, there's shootings all the time. No, you guys are doing, you guys are doing pretty good this year. I hear from what I heard. <laughs> our, <laughs> like, just like COVID numbers were, our numbers are great. So, <laughs> so it's, so, you know, we're, we, the, the, the city of Portland plays both golf and basketball. Um, mm. So with the COVID numbers, we pretend it's golf and the lower score, the better. But we're at the same time basketball players and we want to shoot a lot of threes. <laughs> and so <laughs> and so we play basketball. Yes. We, we do yeah. city shootings like our basketball game. Yeah, right. Everyone but wants also, to be Dame Dollar. It's, it's interesting moving out of Portland, too, because everybody's got an opinion about that city now. Yeah, they do. Because it's been in the news for the last year. Solid. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's been it's been big stuff either way. you Either way you cut it. Sure. For whatever. It's just it's a magnet right now for that. So people are like, oh, is it is it on fire all the time? I'm like, probably <laughs> not. <laughs> or they're like, you know, are there Nazis everywhere? I hear they're everywhere. I said, well. I mean, I yeah, sure, I guess, but we didn't have a huge Nazi problem. No, no. In in fact, there's probably just as many in here as there. Yeah, right. (laughs) You know, it's it's Um, just it's got a strange reputation. It does. It Um, does. Yeah. I. I, Yeah. It's. I find it fun to live here because if Mm -hmm. you're ever like you know I've went on vacation this summer and you know in other uh, more conservative parts of the country. Sure, you guys uh, went down to the Grand Canyon. I yeah, think, Arizona, so. we were in Arizona, yeah, cool. and that state will just let you know. So, um, sure. <laughs> you yeah, know, two barrels. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, tell yeah. people you're from Portland. And then the fun part is, is you could literally, whatever the people's perception of the city was, you could just mm-hmm. go, well, like That's it was exactly easy to just go, right. you're terrible. Right. <laughs> 
and I and, got stabbed seventeen times last year. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, and yeah. there and and the 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 honest part of the truth from being in any city is, of course, there is always one story to fit any narrative if if people wanted to say i heard you guys you know are a bunch of costume wearing unicycle riding weirdos you could you could show them many videos of guys in costumes on unicycles blowing horns from fucking bagpipes like those yeah yeah i mean it's it's actually just one guy doing (laughs) right the unipiper yeah and And he often wears a a darth Darth vader (laughs) outfit rides around on the unicycle that's the guy Yeah. yeah it's just one guy he just he's he's got a talent he but, rides a unicycle and plays flaming bad pipes. I mean, but everyone mean they were all doing <laughs> exactly. Um, but luckily for you, you're there in in the, and you yeah. found music to do again, and that's the main yeah. kind of point I wanted to get to. And I love, sure. I do have to say, Justin, uh, <laughs> we're very good at uh, making five minutes of conversation last now twenty eight minutes. <laughs> oh, twenty eight. We're at twenty eight. Yeah. yeah, we're doing great. Talker. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's a good it's, time. It's it's it's, time. An, it's it is a fun kind of, uh, you know, for for people who maybe. Uh, It'll be a great conversation for uh, new listeners, and then people who are used to my conversations. This one may be a little head jerky, like <laughs> like <what's> they're kind of <laughs> looking faster. But everybody, sure. listen, our brains are working hard. We're, we're we we we, well, we we flow on a, a fast wavelength. We're we're on each other's plane, so it's kind of it's kind of like a, a language you learn yeah. with each other. But if we're gonna pivot to music, uh, allow me to ask you about e2a oh uh sure achieving signage yes through through uh moderately large label yeah yeah the recent the recent past yeah, yeah. please ask me about I, it because because you congratulated on, thank you for reaching out uh yeah, I, I i love i actually really enjoyed that it was a private message to me versus yeah. just like a, a like a thumbs up or a heart and uh yeah you know, yeah, so thanks yeah. for reaching out, man. That was cool. So what like do you want to know? That's why music is important. It's because it's like, I love it when people do good. Like yeah. I, even if I totally don't like what they're doing and I'm not <laughs> saying that about what you're doing at all, because I do like it, but doesn't even matter. It's right. like, good for you, man. Fuck right. yeah. So what do you want to um, I guess I want to know how it happened. How'd you guys pull that one off? <laughs> uh, Was it just a mixture of luck and hard work? Uh, yes. So I think it all started, um, actually before I joined the band. So, uh, or where the wheels got in motion and not with this label specifically, but, uh, after their last album came out, which came out, like I joined the band, like two months after the, the last album got released in 2018. Um, I think I remember that. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and so Matt, our guitar player, had been reaching out a bunch uh, to labels like, hey, here's our new shit. And we're really proud of it, you know, um, nice. from which our last album is really good, even though I'm not on it. Like, it's it's a really good album. Um, sure. And uh, yeah, so he was reaching out and just putting noise, bugging the shit out of labels and, cool. um, right on. <laughs> you know, and then I joined and we started playing and uh, started writing new stuff and the label that we're with now arts gates records um mm-hmm. art gates records whichever one it is um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't actually know what it is um we're not filming a commercial it's yeah okay. <laughs> yeah um they uh they reached out and said hey we're you know we're 
wanting to make a big uh this was right at the beginning of the pandemic they're wanting to make mm-hmm. a big push um to get more bands signed and try and get stuff out there um oh, and uh it was kind of weird so one they're out of spain um oh, okay. so we're in the european market actually um gotcha i noticed they were kind of all over the u.s i was like okay yeah so yeah they're not like a regional label at all no no that they, they have a bunch of u.s they have a bunch of u.s bands mm-hmm. um but yeah they're based out of spain and they really do a lot of their promotion in the spain the, the european market so sure. they you know they'll be on you know we're already you know, we have songs that are going to be on the radio. Terrestrial radio is still big sure. in Europe, man. Well, um, here's the thing about Europe that a lot of people don't know is that, like, you know, like you see all those old videos in the 70s and the 80s of like giant concerts in Russia, like Metallica. Yeah. You know, those are like government sponsored concerts. Right. Like in Europe, every state in Europe is kind of like, we have to fund our arts. Yeah. So, like, venues will get government checks every month. To That's, stay open, right? Like, and, and so, like, U.S. bands can make a shitload of money well, if they can manage to get their act over there. Yeah, yeah, that's to, the thing. To tour you, you and have, stuff like that. You have to but hop. Radio in. is still big because, because, like you're saying, because the government supports it, and it's like, well, this is, it's public broadcasting. Like, and I would, Canada's the same way. Yeah, I would argue because this because the government. <laughs> cares about its citizens over there in the generalist mm. sense of of maslow's hierarchy of needs what do they need well shelter right. food sure. uh loving people and entertainment right arts right, right uh right. so so okay so we're gonna make that available to everybody as part of our dis- <laughs> part of our sure you know as a government well, but like um, the, like it's still interesting because like the united states is still the place where most bands come from right like by a by a million margin, millions yeah, and millions. Yeah. So it's all a lot and, of it's U.S. bands coming well, over. Sure, but but so they're willing to pay, you know. But like, but, but I will tell you the <laughs> yeah most of the bands come from the United States with the least amount of government uh, mm-hmm. push of any country. Like the music, the music industry is arguably one of the least regulated industries in terms of like yeah. hours worked. And oh, stuff like fuck, there's yeah. unions you can be part of the union but yeah that actually handicaps you in terms of like working for a label right if you want to like be in the union or follow tours for a label, or like. follow tours yeah you can't yeah. be a stagehand following tours if you're part of one union like it doesn't really exactly. work yeah right, exactly because your hours are not going to match up with the reality of what the union wants like or what well, the you're going to take yeah fun, you know exactly yeah so like the, it's it's they don't have a ton of power Right. You know, especially outside of the States, like, you know, like <laughs> well, the cool thing though, though, uh, you know, the, uh, the point I was trying to make was the, the, the people in Europe culturally, because there is a government mm-hmm. push to it, they really enjoy music. Like, like there's, yeah. a, there's people are far less staunch on the types, like people will be here. Yes. Oh, I listen to country and nothing else in America. And there isn't, there aren't people like that over. I mean, yeah, you have metalheads right. and you have all these, but there's, there are far more open people to the sure. music they accept. Right. Cause yeah. unlike America, you know, while we're, while we have a lot of genre specificity in bands, mm-hmm. there's not a lot of rhythm specificity in most co- in pop music here. And so, sure. so yeah. you have, you know, because of the age of the countries in Europe, mm-hmm. they have culturally 
diverse rhythmic music that that is yeah. spread around Europe. And well, it's it's kind of like it, it it reaches out from the U.S. and kind of like influences everybody. Well, well, the, the mixes in. Well, well the point I would say is like is like German cultural German music is different from music in Spain. It's different from music in the in, oh, in about Netherlands. Like, like, tradi- like the traditional yes. like, and, and, German and, cultural music. Yeah, yes. Yeah. What I'm talking is For is sure. they like, you know uh, fuck, people in America still go, God uh, they, they will make fun of classic Spanish beats that come from Mexico. Whether it's Durangenze or Meringue or or they, they'll go they will go, what is this? Like you won't yeah. a lot most people here won't even take the time to actually listen to uh-huh. complex rhythmic melodic music from Mexico. Most of the music sure. from from there is actually like it's not it's it's good. Like it's it's just good yeah. music, you know. It's just yeah. It's like I, I once had a professor that told me, uh, you know, you mu- people say music is the universal language. It's definitely not. Like <laughs> you know, American music has 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 spread out a lot easier because um, it is more simple. Yeah, but it's like derived on its own creation in a way. It's, well, well, it's we not took. Well, well, here's here's in a way. Well, I will tell you what what it seems happened was. Uh, people, people that moved here and founded the U S when we were actually being founded, you know, we're a couple hundred years and some change at this. Um, they came over establishing universities on the East coast that, Mm -hmm. that started teaching what music was and who did they teach? They taught Bach. They taught, they taught Beethoven. They taught most and and all they are is, is. Yeah, European classical music that derived itself on certain tonal qualities, um, yeah. formulated right. in one way, nothing microtonal, nothing offbeat. It's all sure. just, yeah. you know, um, and yeah. that became, I think that's becoming more of a discussion in general. Is it is the European classicalism versus like actual everything else in music, and like, like yeah. folk music in too. Because that's like well, that's the thing is is Europeans all have their own folk music and and they they really do accept. You will be in cities there and hear fourteen other countries of music in your city. Yeah. That's the point. Right. Or, and here you sure. don't. You don't. No, we, no. People are like they'll take you to a dark room. They're like, hey, I got this weird shit. Yeah. You want to hear it? You're like, right. Yes, I do. And then and they're like, yeah, I see why people might talk shit about that. Yeah, because there's just yeah, it's well, just it's a consumer's market. Like, so what's so, easiest to consume is yeah. what's going to do the best. So again, in like, a very roundabout way of talking, because we tended, I tended to be very <laughs> that this, the, we found it weird because we are unlike the music our label normally signs. They sign black metal. Mm-hmm. They sign death metal. Right. They sign hard. They sign bands with names you can't read their font very well. Yeah, like the, the, yeah, um, and we are Everybody. not that. You can read our font very clearly. Uh, yes, we very sing, clearly a rock band. You yeah, know, yeah. you know, um, yeah. you know, we sing instead of scream. Mm-hmm. Um, and right, we right. and and we're kind of we're proggy, like we do weird shit. So, but uh-huh. they 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 want diversity as well. So you know, they right. signed us. Um, they liked it. They signed us on what they heard from our other stuff. But it's so it's a it's a promotion deal. 
um, it's not a record deal. It's a it's a promotion and distribution gotcha. deal. So we have we are in charge of our own. Uh, oh, good, good. You know, we we own all of our own stuff. Still, we own a hundred percent of our stuff. Um, we are in charge of making it ourselves. So we still have to go record it. We still have to produce it. We cool. do have to do all that stuff. And they will just but, say it's better to do things within your own budget. Yeah, because then yeah. you know exactly what you can actually do. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then and then basically, and we signed it also um as a singles promotion deal. So they're going to be promoting oh, okay. singles. As we come oh, out with a song, we're going to do a music video for them, and they're going to go, hey, we back this band, Earth to Ashes, you know, we're one of our band, and here's a new song from them, boom, they're going to put it out and, and okay. run it. Instead of pushing a whole album, they're going to be pushing singles. And and so oh, so we're it's it's moving towards a singles market anyway. <laughs> Again, it used to be that way. They would print yeah in the vinyl yeah. days. Yeah. In the vinyl days, it was the singles day, man. And I and, tell people we're we're going back to the late fifties, early sixties right now, where yeah. it's all about our you know the thirty threes and yeah, just just one little record. You put two songs out, but instead of that, it's, it's a YouTube in. link. It's a YouTube link, and every song exactly. will have its yeah. own art and its own flow and its mm-hmm. own culture around that thing and you know uh I, I i remember and still see it here when you go to old record shops and you go to the single shelves and people are trading mm-hmm. singles still man yeah and like yeah, yeah that's fucking cool so that's that's the game you know we're we, we're gonna have six songs on our ep when we finally release it um production just takes right. a lot longer than we want it to um right. <clears throat> but in three days produce it for four months <laughs> but we're on yeah. we're on almost two years of of the same of five songs we just just from stuff you know covid really fucked it up man because uh you know again we're working with a a budget and being from a small town here doing it ourselves you know Mm -hmm. um and the studio we go to is is a is a fucking awesome studio record at falcon studios here um is that in portland yeah uh, yeah yeah in portland um and Falcon Studios are, are great. Um, but you know, their their engineers also have other jobs and their lives got messed up too. So we would have, you sure. know, a bunch of time where because of what was going on, they couldn't be working on our stuff. Or, and you know, it was just sure. it, fucking life happened, man. Um right, but, right. but you know, we have three. You, some, saw, you, you had a strong product that you're already kind of coasting on. That's good. That's it, man. Sure. And so we right. have we have three we have three songs done now, um, like Sorry. done, done, mastered. Uh, you know, nice. we're uh, BMI'd and ass capped, and and they're registered and copyrighted, and like they're fucking ready nice. to rock. So all <laughs> we're waiting go. on now is, and and our label already has that stuff. Um, and we're waiting on. Our music video be done, which we're in the process of shooting right now, um, for our first single to be released, and you know we're kind of hoping for into November, beginning of December, sometime maybe Thanksgiving. Uh, nice. Everything will be done together and released, man. So for everybody out there Excellent, listening, man. you know, uh, yeah, plug it, plug it, <laughs> Earth to Ashes, buddy. Nice. My band's name yeah, is Earth to Ashes. <laughs> I don't talk about it a lot. That's just kind of no, one of the faults right. of my own. I self promotion. I promote. I like promoting the podcast for being the podcast, but it's you know talking. Right. What, about, I, what I found is is uh, yeah, co promotion is is yeah the same thing as self promotion. Yeah, it's just a roundabout way of doing the same thing. Truth, but we can all prop each other up and and, and put people out there that we like. 
know. But yes, that's, so that's, that's how that's important. that's how we got signed. That's how we got <laughs> <laughs> all that cool, conversation cool. talking about the, sure. the the history of music. <laughs> you know, yeah. But I will say on, on your point about the the traditionalism versus European uh, classicalism. Yeah. One one. Uh, <laughs> Just an aside, I'd say the one exception to that would probably be the Indian uh, yes. forms because they have like, there's there's really two general schools of Indian music, which is the Northern, which is more uh, quote unquote tribalist right. or whatever, more bare bones. And then there's the one every, everybody's familiar with, which is the South Indian classical music right which is ravi shankar all the all the sitars and all that correct there's a lot more variation within it than just that there's like oh it's it's 72 instruments you don't know about well Um, and and not use (laughs) one (laughs) that one would know about yeah yeah. um that one might know about yeah they yeah and the thing dude i i've spent a lot of time trying to wrap my brain around just the rhythmic the counting what what's the name of the you know that yeah, that yeah, the yeah, counting yeah. thing that they do and then they pat their hands and they can do uh, they can do insanely complex polyrhythms right just and it's, it, and it's just it's purely tradition yeah like it's yeah. Tra- it's taught and passed down in the same way that it has been for like probably two thousand years now it's just it's definitely affected by that english colonial style of presentation yes but it's kind of maintained its its soul well, a little bit more than other countries, maybe. Correct. Like well, but but the thing that they had to do to make it that way was was start counting four four with it, and like, oh look Kinda, how yeah yeah you yeah. know they they they, they like <laughs> they like, go to San Francisco in the nineteen sixties <laughs> to be like, hey, check this, and they're like, I kind of get it, yeah, like sort of, <laughs> yeah. I guess this song is the, this is the summer riff. I don't understand that, you know. Like a lot of their a lot of their written music is based around like seasons and like sure. traditional beats that haven't really changed for a very long time. But yeah, most people here just are like, "What are you listening to? <laughs> what is that?" You know, man. I'm just like, "Open your ears, man." Yeah, it's, it's really good stuff. You know, it's 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 kind of a a, a poisoning the well of mundanity, man. It's is when when something becomes flashy to sell and the trend seems to be going down, <laughs> down, down, down. Uh, the trend seems to be going down for skill needed for uh, fame re- acquired. So before, yeah. you know, I, I, I harp on this quite a bit is there was an exceptionalism gets you to stardom and you had yes. to be good at your craft to go in and cut, your record live on tape yeah. uh mm-hmm. and it that is going away and Absolutely, because yeah. of that that's going away the music that's getting produced is less exciting um either right, melodically right. or or rhythmically um and then also it's becoming less human the the human sure. qualities of music are getting taken out of music and it's made, being made robotic and stiff and yeah. quantized and um i think that is actually taking away the human connection to imperfections and sure, sure. you know uh there is there's something that will always be chilling about hearing early 30s um 
really old like delta blues recordings chicago Mm -hmm. blues recordings of of all of those wonderful artists that really did make modern american music what it is today was the fucking blues and um and their guitars were out of tune and there's they Mm -hmm. sang off key yeah and the rhythm the rhythm didn't like it it wasn't but it is the most like chilling feeling of hearing that and connecting like you viscerally connect with that stuff man i don't care who you are you listen to it it'll fucking put goosebumps on you and then yeah sure sure the same style of what would be the modern equivalent today doesn't do that um yeah automation man (laughs) it's it's like it's okay so i would i would attribute a lot of that to just too much competition because right now sounding the right way like it's easier to stand out by sounding the same now than it is than it was before yeah like if you put out a record in 1972 that sounded like you know the beatles or whatever they'd be like you sound like the beatles but right now they'd be like you sound like the beatles or like (laughs) or or whatever today's equivalent would be like oh we we got another one oh my gosh you sound another you sound like dress like look like and talk like led zeppelin Uh you're amazing and and new right right yeah and like like it's it's also a veer away from rock too like a general veer away from rock it's easier to make your own shit in your bedroom and like people have been saying it for years but like it, it just makes it more of an individualist kind of thing unless it's a collaborative and organic thing. Yeah. So like rock, it will always be there, but it's more for, you know, the older crowd. The now. only thing that they're, seems they're really trying to make it a youth movement again, but it's kind of, it's, they're not as successful this generation because right. like, I think we are more isolated because of, because of the social media that we use to get, our music out there. Well, you know, it's but. kind of funny if you follow kind of an arcing timeline, um, you know, rock, I would say actually started in the, you know, as we would think of it in the fifties. Um, mm-hmm. and it was individualists then. And yeah. it became collaborative and more collaborative into the eighties and nineties, like kind of sure. following that arc right before digital really mm-hmm. started. Um, right. and, and, there was a lot of collab, like not that there isn't now, but it was famous. It was like publicly a thing that they you wanted, sure. just like the the, right. the the collaboration of rock artists, you know, dueling yeah. on albums or or, or concerts sure. to get you know things like that. Uh, um, I would, yeah, and I, then definitely, yeah, but you had like a forty year. 30 40 years uh 30 let's say 30 years from the 50s to the 80s of mm-hmm. kind of this individualist moving toward collaboration thing and yeah. like you can almost say now as rock is becoming more individualistic again and that whole self-producer yeah. thing you're finding a lot of collaboration now really happening in the hip-hop world and it, like, like genre is is kind of dying in yes. a way and rock is sort of the victim of that is i guess what i mean like okay like yeah. the traditional rock band is like being in like three of them right now which we I'm will like get to and talk about <laughs> rock bands right now and, and like my bet my easiest one to operate is the one with two people in it we have right. a duo that's just keyboard and drums but it's so cheap to operate the outfit because 
it's it's just lack of overhead. That's why rap yeah. is big. Production is low overhead. Yep. Producing a rock record is expensive, as you know. Oh, yeah. It is expensive to do. And we only have like, three people in our band, and it's fucking ex- yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Know? Getting four adults to be in the same place at the same time costs money. Yeah. Like, whether it's not working or, like, getting people to the place or whatever, like, getting one guy behind his computer all day to sit in his own home studio and produce and then sell those beats to whatever jack-off kids want to buy them or whatever, which is how a lot of the business works. Just Exactly. Just throwing out beats. I'm like, oh, you want to rap or sing over it? But anyway, that, that just – the whole rock band format has been anointed – and corporatized and just sold like the whole experience getting a rehearsal spot is super expensive because it's a premium you know like being able to just do it costs money yeah man especially when you have four to five people in your group that's one thing that i would i would fucking do is um i've been thinking about trying to find a way to go uh I've been trying to figure out a way and I don't want to give away too much because it actually is probably a pretty good idea to do something about rehearsal space costs for bands in a way that you could you could you could find a way to non-profitize it and become sort of like a, a, a an advertisement of sorts as a building sure yeah to yeah. to make though because the thing is is the people have to that whoever owns the building, has to pay rent for the property. They're caught. There are property, which, which costs. are gigantic properties. Yes, yes, they are. They have forty-five rooms. Yeah, right, <laughs> yeah. right. Um, you know, so so that's what they have to cover. But if you had, you know, in a in a in a city inside of a Munich a music community that say you partnered with all of the venues there and go, you guys want bands to function and be open so you can keep having live music. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it would be advantageous if all of these bands had actual good rehearsal spaces where right, they could be right. the best bands they could and rehearse. And so how, sure, you know, sure. what can we do well, to, I, it's yeah. hard. I think you have to make the product more valuable. The and music like, right itself, now, the right music now, itself. Yeah. The music itself has to become more valuable. And that's, it, like it's a sad fact of having too much competition is you're gonna get flooded with a bunch of bad shit. No, you're right. And the experience of going out to a bar and seeing six local bands and you're like, four of them are gonna fucking blow. Yeah. Right. If everybody's doing it, eventually it's gonna dilute the pool. But there's still there's always gonna be amazing people out there working yeah. and making stuff. So it's just finding them and helping them out. So like I guess. Right now, bands are having to play out more. They're having to play more shows just to make ends meet because records don't sell. Spotify don't give a shit. Records yep. don't sell. Yep. So you have to go out and play. So right now, the venues have their choice of whoever they want to hire. Oh, they yeah. can say, well, you don't, you don't sell beer, so no. Right. So right now, we're, we're kind of in a position where we're like, well, we have to sell beer. That's why we're doing this you know? mm. <laughs> until you reach a higher kind of echelon. And that's kind of where you start now. Yeah. Yeah. Just because it's going live market, like even big venues sell alcohol, you know, mm-hmm. but uh, mm-hmm. so right now we're not selling music in a way we're selling the experience of going to a show. Well, we have to convince people that it's 
like worth it again. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, I agree. I agree. That's, that's why one, I think we practice so fucking hard is to put on great shows to convince people of that. Um, I totally agree. And two, why it is important to stay with the media game because I think the way you actually can reach people is by taking your content packaging it in a fucking nice shiny bow and putting it online in 35 second clumps for people yes. to digest man exactly you know like the the the, uh, the uh the the flip side of that is that yeah we have a promotion machine that we didn't have 20 years ago yeah when i played little shows you know back when denver was half the size it is now you know we what do you do? You hang a few flyers and hopefully all the kids you get drunk with the rest of the week show up. You know? Fucking <laughs> like, right, dude. It's, it's hard to make it in a little town, a smaller town, you know, or not. We're all before it was just, you have to move to LA yeah. to get somewhere. And now it's, or well, not so much that you had to wait for your town's turn to get hot. You know, like every town has their turn. Yeah. Yeah. And it ours, comes and goes, ours was but, like, ours was like 10 years ago. Portland's. It was like the Decemberists and all those those yeah. super folky indie bands were coming. You know, like the guy from uh, I forget whatever. Everybody was moving there 10, 15 years ago. Yep. But uh, it, it kind of had its moment. Um, you know, Seattle had its moment. San Francisco has had a couple moments. Mm-hmm. Denver not has never really had one. <laughs> like um, it's not. It hasn't really peaked in that way. It's still defining it. Yeah, I think it but, will. Um, so talk about the bands you're in now, is. man. You're in three different bands. Uh, tell me, tell me about them. I, I tell, oh yeah. What what bands are you in? I got three different ones. Uh, I know. I just, got, I uh, just, I know. I, I just said you had three bands. You did just say that. Yeah. <laughs> and I wanted you to tell me about it, but you're like, well, I got three of them. <laughs> well, I got three. Hey, well, first I have Ruby, uh, Ruby Gold, which is what t- t- uh, I stumbled. Sorry, because no. you, you went to the. You're you're fine. I uh, there. I think there's a tiny bit of a delay. Um, oh, okay. So okay. I think that may be what happens, or the audio system just sucks at that. Um, yeah, I was I was gonna say you brought up the one of you and one other person, so maybe start there. Yeah, that's uh, that's called Graveyard People. Um, and uh, we're just a duo. Uh, we're starting to write a lot of originals. Um, what what style just, of music? I'm trying to figure it out. Um, we played one one show. We have a few more booked now, but we're sort of getting it started. Um, it's kind of like a mixture of, <sighs> let's say, like Billy Joel, uh, Bad Brains, oh. and uh, uh, <laughs> Billy Joel. Billy Joel and Bad Brains. <laughs> Even just that combination is yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. It's like uh, it's really trippy and uh, like it's it's pretty sparse because it's just a drum and like a like yeah. a keyboard player who has like you know he has a ton of keyboards. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of sound coming out of there. Right. No, it's a full sounding band, but we're a two piece. Uh, sort of experimental. Uh, still kind of finding our footing, but we're called Graveyard People. Uh, it's a lot of fun. We got a, we have a Halloween show actually tomorrow. And the keyboardist uh, uh, sings as well. He does. We both do. Oh, um, oh, are you actually, are you on I'm, mic too? Yeah, I'm a I'm a singing drummer now. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that is oh. a development. What uh, what what brought you? What brought the mic behind in your face, man? 
uh, just bore, just like trying to fill up the sound of graveyard people a lot was actually uh-huh. what kind of drove it. Cause I, like it wasn't a skill I was in, interested in acquiring doing them at the same time. Right. Cause like, I do like to sing, like I have a few projects I've done where I do, yeah, but I've never course. done them at the same time. Like, so it's, I was like, well, okay, you're kind of a, you're kind of a bitch if you can't learn to do it. So like, get on the horse and start singing, you know, like, yeah. If Phil Collins can do do it, I can do it. If Phil Collins can, yeah, right. (laughs) Like it was always not a thing I wanted to do. Like I was like, "Eh, it wasn't my favorite aesthetic sure either, but uh it just kind of came about in a, um, I, I assume though in a two-piece band like you said it being so uh you guys only have four hands so you need yeah. as many instruments as you can put on stage with four hands is sure adding mouths to those hands is probably yeah <laughs> yeah that's the part i dislike you know it's <laughs> <laughs> just adding no, mouths to hands that. yeah yeah, yeah. Now, adding I, mouths to hands I could use his feet a lot too. I was gonna say. I was gonna say adding <laughs> mouths to pedals. adding mouths to feet is a is is a pretty good combination sometimes, but the mouths to yeah. hands never works. Yeah. No. Yeah, I don't think so. The only other thing, the only other thing that we can we have left is adding mouths to mouths. Mouths to. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> I went in and there was just another one behind the first one. Ah terrible <laughs> so anyway uh graveyard people uh it's uh that's a good times two piece uh we're kind of like fashioning ourselves as like uh pretty versatile and can back anybody up too so like we're open, oh. like, working with leaders and songwriters and stuff like that because oh, we awesome. can we can we're kind of like jack of all trades a little bit like any kind of genre In- or interesting of fact i i just learned this um Jack of all trades, master of none. You know that saying. Do you know that's um, not? Do you know that's not the full saying? I think I remember hearing that. Yeah, yeah. What is it? it, it it's <laughs> actually it? it's actually jack of all trades. The master of none is still better than master of one. Yeah. See, I think I remember that being. I back had in the day. I had I think never. Short, yeah. I had never known that. All I ever it's heard. one of those shorthand things. It was so common. I think it was like from a movie. I, I want to say like no fucking it, idea from an old movie. But, just uh, just to me though, if you only ever learned it as Jack of all trades is a master of none, um, it's kind of like a dera- It's kind of like a put down a little bit. It's like kind of it's like yeah, you could do a lot of shit, say, yeah. but you're not even a fucking master. You're and, not really good at anything. And yeah, that's yeah. how I learned it. The whole that's how I've always thought of it because that's mm-hmm. all I ever learned it as. And I think that's all my dad or my parents ever knew it as was just that brief part. Sure. And it was like literally two sure. weeks ago I learned the rest of it, and it's now yeah. <laughs> like changed my entire life. To- totally different flavor yeah on the yeah. end of that it's like that gets you thinking like is it is it better to be pretty goddamn good at a lot of different things or like really good at one thing and oh it's way annoy better everybody than- with that <laughs> for the rest of your life like, <laughs> like those like let me tell you, you know, the really- advantage of the recorder Right. <laughs> it's the only thing I've ever played. Uh, it's yeah. a very versatile instrument. It's a very versatile. I'm fucking amazing at it. Like I could watch. Like how many times a year do I need to go to a, a recorder concert? <laughs> Fuck Kenny G. <laughs> Come Fuck to me. Kenny G. Yeah. Right. 
Um, okay, so so the so, graveyard people. I do like that name. That's that's clever. I uh, it's actually an old traffic song. Oh, which is what we, of course like it a, fucking is traffic. Of yeah, of course it is traffic. You know traffic. Yeah, of, um, yes. It's what it's, it's from one of their difficult albums, um, which I kind of have an obsession with difficult albums. But yeah, yeah, like, we both I, I we like, both actually yeah. do. That's why we've melded before. I think, uh, yeah, I think rather we've well. About that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> fucking oh Dixie Dregs. Like, yeah, <laughs> you listen to them, the Dixie Dregs. Uh, not really. I did a little bit when I was a kid, but oh. not. Not for a long time. Like difficult albums. There's that weather report. Fucking weather report's great. Man. Yeah, I think all of their albums are probably difficult for them. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, of course, King Crimson. Uh, both giant fans of, of, of yeah, them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So uh, uh, okay. So then you anyway. So graveyard the old, people. <laughs> the old gold. The 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 old ruby gold. Old oh, ruby oh, gold. Ruby Gold. Ruby Gold. Yeah. Okay, Ruby Gold. It's a band with uh, with a female lead singer, four piece rock band. Uh, you guys are doing a lot uh, there, so, right? Uh, you know, we were we had some momentum, then we took a break, and we're kind of starting to get it back. Okay, we just got a new we just got a new guitar player, um, who's a lot lot better than the last one. So and is that kind of like I love you? Folk shit, folk shit, folk music, um, kind of folky. Not no? not anymore. Not anymore. Oh, there it was. was kind of an element to, of that before, but basically, me and the guy who make up graveyard people, like I grew up with 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 Sid, who is that guy. Um, Shout him so, out, hey Sid. Hey Sid. <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of an anti tech guy, so hey, he man. might never hear. <laughs> hey buddy. But uh, no, he's he's a fantastic musician and vocalist um i actually made fun of him the other day because he uh i was like we had a friend over who was collaborating with us and we were just jamming i was like this motherfucker sounds like brian adams dude because he kind of does and i was like i just heard it one day i was like (laughs) so so then the next time he came to practice with uh that his song learned basically of course we'll do shit like that like we're doing the uh, kenny kenny Loggins covered this time this next halloween show along with some other classic hits but anyway so we we are basically the rhythm section for ruby gold and gotcha. it's female lead singer lead guitarist uh guy who's just played his first show with us two days ago oh cool so yeah went pretty well that's that's great man we're excited we're excited little buzz um doing any recording with them no uh we did one last last September, probably like two and a half months after I joined the group. Um, Recording music. Uh, we did, yeah. We did like a six song EP called Gold Rush. Oh, and, oh that's uh, right. Hey, shout out to Gold Rush. Go check it Gold out. Gold Rush, dog. Where can they yeah, find that? Sweet. Thanks, guys. Uh, Bandcamp is where we like to send people. Um, you can find it on all the major streaming platforms as well. But all right. Bandcamp is the one I support because the, the pay all goes to the band. Yeah, you so. Can buy, by one song for a dollar and the dollar goes to the band. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a great a great thing. So go to go to Bandcamp everybody Ruby I, Gold, check it out. I don't work for Bandcamp, but <laughs> No, they work Sometimes for you. I I they work for you. <laughs> Got it, buddy. That's a slogan. So that's Come at me Bandcamp. Come at me Bandcamp. That's Come a slogan. At me Bandcamp. And uh the third group I'm in full-time right now is ice troll oh ice troll and you got the you guys are out playing a lot we are we we've done a few we've probably done like a dozen shows this year cool 
Um, and I just kind of like joined in with them basically because their old guy was like, uh, he was, you know, he was just didn't want to play shows anymore, I guess. So he's, he's pretty good. But um, the two guys I'm in that band with are in another band from Denver who's doing pretty good right now called Never Knezzard. Oh, nice. Which, which you might understand that reference. Absolutely. <laughs> Maybe. They're a great band. Check them out. Like, I, re- I definitely recommend band camping them as well. Yeah. They got a new record they just finished working on. But anyway, I'm in their side band that's really just an improv group. Um, so oh. we just get together. I've never rehearsed with them outside of shows. It's always just been in front of people. Um, <laughs> really? So, yeah, yeah. So the no, very first. Fun. So yeah. so you so they're like, hey, be our drummer. We have a gig coming up here. Hundred uh, percent. Yeah. Welcome to the show. It was yeah. It was probably like two months after I moved back to Denver. Dude. Um, and yeah. what 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 kind of music is that one? It's like uh, it's definitely like uh, stoner, metally, hardcore, psych rock. Okay, it's definitely my metal metal project right now. Oh, good, um, good. Like crowd cross, yeah. You know, I'm just doing a Dale Crover impersonation, you know, from the Melvins or whatever. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Like, it's like, uh, no, it's good stuff. We're probably gonna do a a, a tour next year. Um, we're in the early stages of planning. So, so time. just improv. You guys have songs like like you. you we're so, also so, going so, into the studio to kind of like write some okay so you don't rehearse but i'm sure there are there are there are feelings live that you get and you like they work into the same stuff you all find the same grooves you can you can work on in shows and like okay hey here's this song quote unquote but it goes a little different every time yeah like we we're, we're supposed supposed to go into the studio this winter i'm not really sure what that means i think february is what he had said but uh so at that point, I think we might craft something that might be memorable in terms of like uh, structure. Um, that's not just like hot off the pan live in front of sure. you know, 20, 30 people or whatever. This has me incredibly intrigued. So every band I've been in, you, you have songs, you practice them, you write your set list and you, you go, <laughs> you go to the show. When you show up yeah. to this, you just sit down and like wait for uh-huh. them to start. And then you just don't yeah. know what's going to happen. Well, like basically the guitarist take me aside, his name's Ryan, take me aside and say, all right, we're doing, we're going to do a slow one and we're going to do a fast one (laughs) and then we're going to do a medium one that ends slow. And so we're like, so he's like, you're driving buddy. And (laughs) which I was like, is a very freeing kind of thing. Like to, as a drummer for somebody to tell you you're in charge, you're driving this boat tonight. Cause you know, their other band, they are very meticulous in how they write. It's more, it's more proggish, like uh, harsh, black, black, blackened hardcore, basically with a lot more structure, songwriting. <laughs> um, so yeah, I come in and it's just like, okay, let's fuck around for forty minutes, and you know, it always sounds like we have been working on it. Oh, I, I say, love like, that. I'm telling people like, oh, we we're just improvising, like, like, mo- like really, some of it. Like, no, all of it, all of it, all of it. Like, <laughs> but the bass player is amazing. Like, I've known him since back in the day, and uh, his name's Don. Uh, What's up, Don? From back in- Shout out to Don. Hey, buddy. Don White. He's, uh, yeah. I'm a leader, bass player, uh, too. <laughs> yeah. Hi. Hell yeah, buddy. Yeah, no, he's fucking amazing. Uh, he used to hook my old band, Bastard Trash, up with shows. and uh, Oh, cool. 
back in the back in the early days. So uh, he was really he was really kind to us, and we did crazy shit in the venues he put for us. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> so, so, so are these older dudes, little older dudes? There, there. He's a little older than I am, probably, but uh, not by much. Like late thirties. Oh, gotcha. Maybe early forties. Yeah, not like sixty years old. <laughs> so enough. he was like your contemporary. Hooking you up with shows. He was. He was probably. You know, if we were in high school, he would have been like. You know, a different class above. You know, like he's probably a few years older than me. But sure, I'm not, sure, I sure, actually sure. never asked him. You know. <laughs> Maybe I'll ask him. <laughs> He's like, I'm 68 years old. I'm actually 68. Like, you look pretty good, dude. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we always do crazy shit at the well, shows. Well, don't ask him. Don't ask him. Because if you guys, if, you, if you're if you in a band with him and you're improving everything, you don't need to know how old he is. Let that just be. Uh, let that the just mystery ex- is important. Yeah. The mystery is very important. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Leave that. Leave that ambiguity there. Uh, I've heard that the secret to, to to being a successful touring group is to completely ignore each other when you're not actually touring yeah. or preparing for one. Right. Uh, so I'm like, yeah, that's, that seems like pretty good advice, depending on your bandmates, you know, like, unless you like have a history and can really hang out with each other and be cool. You yeah, know? it's, it's, it is, uh, fuck me. It's, it is, <laughs> it is strange, uh, getting along, like, I've been pretty fucking lucky other than like in the bands I've been in, I've pretty much liked everybody. Like I've always gotten along with the the people I'm in the bands with. Um, sure, other than sure. that fucking Jason guy couldn't. No. <laughs> what a prick. <laughs> Total lead singer. Oh, I know. I'm still trying. I'm still trying to figure out a project for us to do together. I just can't figure it out. You got it. so. Let me tell you this. And, and <laughs> Such Jason, a good trace. I I know. I know. I I fucking love that guy. Um. Yeah. And I'm of the opinion he needs to play more music. And if you're listening to this right now, Jason, Jason, you should. Jason, God you need damn to play it. fucking music. <laughs> um, play music all the time. I. You know. Yeah. That, yeah. That'll be fun for for him to do something with you. Yeah. I just I just find the right thing. You know, like. Um, cause like I already play drums and three, probably, probably four bands coming up soon. And I'm like, I want to do something else in a band or yeah. at least get him involved with somebody I know. Well, like, the fucking cool thing is, is, is he's, uh, he can fucking sing too. So yeah, no, exactly. Like I'm like, I'm getting more into singing. So I've kind of considered like getting some other people. You and, guys, you should do another two piece band, just you and him. And do an air supply thing, like, you know. I don't really. <laughs> they were were they a two piece? Yeah, I think so. Uh, were flock of seagulls a two piece? Because there's only two dudes on the thing. I don't know. <laughs> I I'm, I'm making giant assumptions right now about air oh, supply. Oh, okay. Air supply. I only right just right. know the two guys on the cover. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I, no, just, I bet there's like seven s- people in the. I band probably should have said <laughs> Simon and Garfunkel. It. Oh yeah, there you go. That's a little more. Well, I just my knowledge of air supply is pretty limited. You found the one I've, band. I, I don't yeah, catch yeah. About. I don't. I don't think I know much about it either. Um, Actually, I'm like trying to think of the song, and it's not coming. What's the song? I, What's the air supply? The. Song? Uh, uh, oh fuck! This is gonna derail <laughs> the podcast. I have no fucking clue. Yeah. Anyway, no, so no, I got no, yeah, um, yeah. That's cool, man. Uh, Ice trolls, right? That's what you said. Ice, I, just singular, singular ice troll. Oh, yeah. so you wait? 
Just one nice. ice troll. But yeah. there's, there's, there's multiple <laughs> there's of you. There's three of us. We're not actually trolls, by the way, in case we come to your town. Uh, <laughs> we will not be actual trolls. That has to be on t-shirts. <laughs> like, still humans. Like, like ice trolls. We're not, not troll. actual we're, trolls. Yeah. Just yeah. asterisks. Yeah, asterisk. ice, ice troll. We're not actual trolls. That, <laughs> not that's actual great. troll. Um, I, it's kind of like a airheads thing. The Lone Rangers. Like, the Lone <laughs> You're not exactly low. Shouldn't yeah. you be the three ranges? <laughs> no idea what you're talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so so the three of you, Ice Troll. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shouldn't you be the Ice Trolls? There's three well, of you. you. Know, uh, <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. If it was right called now. the if it, yeah. it's called the Lone Ice Troll. <laughs> or like the group of Ice Troll. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> the, the group of Ice Troll. I don't know what you call a flock of ice trolls, though. Uh, it's it be a, a, a gaggle of ice troll. A gaggle? Yeah, okay. A oh, gaggle okay, of yeah, them. Yeah. Is that, is that <laughs> knowledge or what? <laughs> My summer's spent Again, in the Arctic just like, just like air supply, I'm making a giant assumption on the behavior of trolls. <laughs> <laughs> that's just it. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> um, that's that's fine. okay. I'm not too worried about their feelings. I get it. It's all right. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and you're yeah, actually so yeah, and right now you're actually talking about your bandmates. I'm not. I'm not concerned with their feelings. <laughs> I hardly know the guys. <laughs> they're a great bunch of people for sure. <laughs> no, they're good guys. <laughs> for for the for the hour on stage, we improv, and I know nothing yeah. about them. Where they're great, right? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, it's like uh, we actually they they do have a track out uh, from before I joined the group. Mm. Um, it's a, have you ever heard of uh, doomed and stoned records? Yeah. Uh, they're actually out of Portland. Uh, what they do is they do series from around the world, pretty much mm. that are just like collections of tracks from indie doom and stoner metal bands. Right. Uh, like, like they had one in Spain, I think, and you know, uh, Colorado, they do obviously Washington, Oregon, you know, all just like, you know, a hundred, a hundred bands for each compilation. So sure. it's like somebody's doing all this footwork to get all these indie bands together. But anyway, Ice Troll has a track on there. I had nothing to do with it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, but, dude, uh, I, I totally, okay. I totally get what you're feeling. That's how I have to talk about Earth to Ashes stuff too. Is like, yeah, they have yeah. they have a lot of cool stuff that you can go listen to right now, and I'm not I a part of it. Nothing to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the plan is to go to the studio. But I love my band. Hopefully become a... But I love my band. They're good people. I love playing shows. Yeah, we do a lot of double bills with graveyard people on Ice Troll. So I've been doing oh, oh, that's awesome. a lot of double bills too. Yeah. So I get I get four drink tickets sometimes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> just you, just, just... You, you, you put on your hat. Hey, I'm with, I'm yeah. with graveyard people. You take it, take off your hat. Hey, I'm with. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Now, for sure, Denver's still a small enough town where uh, you get to know people pretty quick, and yeah. all the clubs and shit. You know, they're like, oh, hey, I remember you. Yeah, that's yeah. How totally. many fucking bands are you in? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's good. It's life of a drummer. It's life of a drummer. Man. Well, well, that's that's the truth, man. I um, drummers are hard to find. Yeah. that are good and have their shit together because there's nothing worse than a really good drummer that has a bad life outside of the band. Like, yeah, there's in one direction, there's a little bit of room to fudge, you know, like 
you know, if they if they're fucked up wife, but they're pretty good, you're like, okay, for a while, this will work. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Let's just, you know, yeah. <laughs> she needs to run like a seventy, at least seventy percent consistency on showing yeah. up to practice. <laughs> oh God, yeah, yeah. Oh, practice. but but it's the, but you know, honestly, the same thing can be said about fucking guitar players and singing all all of them, like. It's just true. There's tropes for all of it. We all have, yeah. We all have our own little stereotypes or whatever. Except bass and when players, when you start living up to them, and like, you're like, oh, so, I guess, I guess it's based on something. Well, so and 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 then then the the joke I was like, say, except bass players, yeah, we never, we 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 may never get the chicks first, but we show up to every practice and we always carry the drums. <laughs> That is very true, actually. So, so hire a bass player because we always yeah, show yeah, up yeah. to practice. We don't have chicks usually, so we have nothing else better to do than play bass at home, waiting for practice to play bass. And uh, please, I want to be in the band. <laughs> and then we'll just carry the drummer stuff. <laughs> right, right. Uh, good play, good bass player's key. You know, fucking can't do it without them. You know. Well, it's 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 got to be a. Uh, yeah, man, the rhythm section That's is important. The, uh, it's actually the interesting part about uh, uh, Ruby Gold. Uh, well, really, and Graveyard People because not uh, having a bass player. It's not a traditional bass player. He's he just uses uh, sub bass. But does he run bass tones with his hand? But does he it's run, like does he run does so so? But there's a thing though, like like do you does he play bass like a keyboardist or does he play bass like a bass player? Oh uh, well, he used to be a bass player, so it's, it's. Oh, but he'll he'll actually like he'll he'll sit there and ride the backbeat with you, but still be keyboardy with his right hand and like. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he plays. Yeah, no. Okay, like I guess like a bass player is what is what's because because I'm saying like 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 a lot of people, a lot of keyboardists I've heard who will do bass parts on keyboard, but they're a keyboard uh-huh. player. They will sure. they they use their left hand just like their right hand, and they they. They play oh, keyboard yeah. with both hands, but they're doing bass stuff. But they're right. but they're playing keyboard with their hand, and I'm like, okay, does he yeah. turn into a bass player with his left hand and actually do do do? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do You know, ride the sure. play in the pocket. Yes. Okay, cool. Well, for sure. <laughs> shout <laughs> no, out to really, you. It's really fascinating. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, he's he's amazing. Yeah, but uh, it gives it a kind of like. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Is that like so? Especially if he's on yeah, two different key- kind of vibe, if he's yeah. on two different keyboards, he can really get the two isolated feels. He's got three and some foot pedals too. And oh, uh, so he can we really. Do a, we do a. We so, work a lot of looping as well. Of, oh well, you, so, you have to. So, so but, but he can give really like he can really distinctly individualize and make multiple instruments that way. That's awesome. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's no like. Oh, Man. my hand couldn't keep up with my other hand. You know? That's that. That's got to be uh, fucking fun for you, dude. Because I've we've we've jammed really is, before. Yeah. You know, we, mm-hmm. we've had we've had some times rhythm sectioning together, and uh, you're yeah, a, you're a fucking great drummer. So, um, okay. it's got to be a lot that you can probably. Well, yeah, I was gonna say it's got to be a lot that you can probably do with him. But I would imagine when you when you can, you know, subdivide and play. Mm-hmm. Your your way probably actually lets him really lock onto two grooves and feed off each other like that, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um, That's great. Oh, sorry, sorry. I fell off for a second. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's it's comparable to like the doors or something like that. Cool. Like um, the way it kind of 
yeah, it's it's a solid undercurrent, man. It's it's really fascinating. Um, That's fucking and excellent. really fun. Um, well, it's happy to hear, man. Like, I'm glad you're playing yeah. music because that was that was one Thanks, of the, the 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 plights you you suffered while you were here is not having a lot of yeah. stuff to go out and play, man. So I'm yeah, glad, you know, I'm, man. Like I ended up uh, isolating and making music on the computer a lot. You know, right, <laughs> right. Um, with 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 disparate weird people on the internet, which yeah. To varying degrees of success, you know. <laughs> yeah. So as I'm, I'm still friends with, you know, but uh, you know, that's good. Yeah, you put time, out, you but, put uh, out some odd, some odd stuff in that time, man. I liked it. Yeah, definitely. Thank, thank you. It's all there, you know. It's yeah. all on the internet to fucking come back to haunt me later. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. If you guys want to go find that, just have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Go to sexgollum.com. <laughs> <laughs> go to Bandcamp, uh, you know, Winyard. Yep, Bletch. Yeah, Bletch is a thing. Uh, Sex Golem, Lake Incest was my old group. Um, anyway, yeah, okay, so I'll just plug everything I got. Yeah. Hey, this is a music <laughs> podcast, man. That's what we do. Right, yeah. <laughs> and I, uh, we're actually getting our old group uh, not to, to tell too many tales because it's not totally in the, in the cement mm. here, but. Uh, we're probably going to get the old bastard trash back together pretty soon here. So, uh, you know, high school band type shit. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. That'll, that'll bring them but, out of the uh, woodwork. But, you know, I do also, uh, I'm trying to make space for a project with, uh, our mutual buddy, Jason. Cause like you said, he's a brilliant singer and drummer. Like I was like, I told him he was like better than me. And he's like, no, I was like, he, he, well, I mean, we're different. We're totally different. Like, but no drummer is better or whatever. Like, I was just saying, all I said to him was, I had more fun listening to you than I've had listening to me lately. <laughs> like, because <laughs> I was like, he's, he's an exciting fucking drummer to listen to, man. Yeah. His like, brain I mean, works. Lo- it looks really interesting. Yeah. Well, like, he, how are you? You're playing a right hand kit in a left handed fashion. Yeah. When you should clearly be playing a lefty. But it actually sounds way more interesting because he's not right. Right? It, it, yeah. yeah, he's able to break it up different, and his the because he uses different hands to hit the snare and the hi hat. Yes, it like it's accented all weird. Yes. And his ghost notes are perfect. The ghost notes like, are amazing. I watched him. I was like, yeah, I was like super jealous once I saw his ghost notes. I had I went work. I went to work a little bit harder. <laughs> After I was like, oh okay. There's some space for me to fill for sure. Well, There's definitely some work and, to be and, done. And you know, especially with him with Naked Luck, um, the the, yeah. the style of Desmond and Ian, like the way they work yeah. together with the guitars, Jason was able to either really fill a lot of space or leave mm-hmm. a lot of room empty, man. And he would sit there yeah. sometimes and ride these really slow grooves, spaced, uh-huh. and just just yeah. plopping beats out there into the you know just uh uh, make (laughs) so interesting yeah dude and it it worked perfect and he did so much in between hits like like uh, yeah fucking jason man yeah yeah i need to get a hold get a hold of him again (laughs) he's a busy man well yeah you know and uh i i i as his you know his friend as well i suffer the same thing as you know him him working nights um yeah is it's there, just though. man it's it's you know i i i understand like it's just it's just hard you know 
for to be on a yeah. day schedule and schedules don't line up simply because of time man and you end yeah. up going yeah. a week and you don't weeks and you don't talk as much as you want to and like it just sure. yeah you know it's a, how it's, long has it been since you had him on the show I, the last episode I just released before this, actually, he was. Oh, on. tight, tight. Well, that's good. That's yeah, good. yeah. No, we. we that's, that's the thing so, is, it, you know, so we we bad. found. Uh, yeah, last week we found a couple, couple hours to sit down and shoot the shit and had a real fun episode, man. So you guys go check cool. that out right before this. One. Con- <laughs> yeah, turn through time and stuff. Episode number. What the? I fucking don't know. <laughs> I don't even know what episode this is, man. Sorry, I didn't put you on the spot. Man. No, I'm glad you did. It makes me, uh, it, it pulls the wool out. Uh, you can go look up season three, episode 32, oh, yeah. uh, where Jason actually interviews me about the music oh, nice. video uh, process and some of the things about the song um, mm-hmm. that will be the single, all I know. Oh, so you guys can go back, listen to that episode, and hear a, a a proper interview with Jason interviewing me for like half an hour. There you go, right on. Yeah, cool, cool. So it's like still more conversation. You guys had the the frank, earnest, honesty thing down. Uh, so I was like, I don't even know how to be real. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, you've been you've been you've been it. real a bit tonight. I've got I've gotten you. No, in, I'm I've, exaggerating. Yeah. I know. I know you are. I know you are, but that's what you do. You exaggerate. I know you, um, but but I've got you to be real a little bit tonight about things that you like. So sure, I'm, I'm happy yeah, I brought yeah. that out of you. Um, for sure, for sure. But hey, man, I'm recognizing uh, it's about the time you said that's uh, we had for you. So oh yeah, this no, has actually, been... I got yeah, I got to take off for sure. I know. Oh dang, buddy. I know. <laughs> we we it's too much fun, man. Journey through time and stuff. That's that's what this has been. Anyways, uh yeah. Mr. Winyard Bletch, thank you for being oh, Mr. on here. Mr. Spookyton. <laughs> Mr. Spookyton. What no you said uh Spookled Spook Spookington? Spookington? Yeah, Spookington? Something. Spookington? Uh yeah. Okay. Whatever, dude. All Just right. rewind. Love you. <laughs> Just Love rewind. You too, man. Thanks for having me on, man. Yeah, well, this, is, this has cool. been fucking great. Uh, go check yeah, out his man. bands, the band camp for everything. Uh, I'm sure you'll hear more from him later on. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, later, buddy. Later. Oh, my fuck. Here we go. Oh, hey, you should talk real fast. Oh, hey, talk, talk, talk. All right. Yeah. Check it. Yep, we're good. Cool, cool.